we all ask ourselves, how am I gonna become the person I wanna be? It's three things. The vision in your mind, the feeling in your soul, and the movement of your body. It's your life. What's your purpose? This is The Healthy Grind. All right, we are here on The Healthy Grind with one of my favorite clients. I have a lot of favorite clients, but you're definitely up there. Um, Danielle Verdeckia. Man, how are you? I am feeling great. It's a Monday after a long weekend, getting back into things. I mean, we're launching this early in the morning, but the reality of it is we both get up and we start working really hard, really early. Uh, What time did it start for you today? Uh, I wake up usually 4.15, 4.30 every morning. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. That's the time I got up. I got up at 4.30 to get this podcast thing ready. That's what I do every Monday. And, uh, you know, you're a special guest on the show because you have uh, been with me for a long time and you have a tremendous story that I want to talk about today and, and that I feel that a lot of people would benefit from hearing, especially for the ones that are kind of out there on their own, um, maybe who don't work with a coach. Um, you made that decision a few years ago to kind of invest into working with somebody one-on-one. And we'll touch a little bit upon, you know, the experience and all that. But I think what would be good for us to start out off with the show is just kind of taking taking things back a little bit. I think what we need to share with everybody right now as the show begins is tell us about the amazing progress that you've had over the past few years. Okay. Well, I originally started with you... Ooh, like we're coming up on five years now, I think. Damn, I that's know. like serious commitment. <laughs> I know, serious trainer get... relationship, yeah. um, which I've loved every minute of it has been absolutely amazing. And um, in the past year and a half with you doing our really personalized one-on-one training and the pro coach program that I've been doing with you, I have been able to lose and maintain, which is the key that I've learned uh, about 50 pounds at this point. Damn, it just yeah. gave me the chills. I know, it's so exciting. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes you see these things online where it's like, all right, you know, lose 50 pounds and, and everybody thinks that, you know, it can happen overnight. And the truth is it can't and it can't be maintained. Um, so, you know, tell us more about that, like that process. Well, I mean, from our experience together over so many years, you've seen that I actually tried that at one point. Mm -hmm. I did a crazy crash diet. Yeah, tell me about that. I had absolutely no carbs, no sugars. All I was eating were- um, Apples. Yeah, basically I was doing crazy. Yeah, there was- Fucking apples all fucking day. A few, yeah, a few days where that's all I could eat. I was like, I like apples too. Sure, you were so kind to me. You didn't pressure me about it and you were super supportive even though you probably were Well, you just have to go with the flow sometimes as a coach and be like, okay. Which was great of you, but I also was definitely crazy. Um, So I was eating, really it was like two meals a day where you had two proteins, um, two veggies, and two fruits. But the proteins had to be like different proteins and um, your total for the day could only be like 500 calories. So of course in the month 
and a half, it was like 40 days, I dropped like 35 pounds, like super quick. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I wanted to get the weight off mm. so fast. I just like was so unhappy with myself. But at the same time, who could possibly maintain that type of lifestyle? A I'd birthday be angry. comes up. I'd be angry. If you gave me 500 oh calories God. a day, who could you do better that? watch out. Oh my gosh, I like Fucking pasta. bite your head off. I want pizza. I want, I want yeah, bread. Yeah, <laughs> well, listen, take a look at that screen right oh, there. I know. All right. You you can relate to that wooden spoon because I'm yes. sure your mom, grandma. Oh, she makes great sauce. No, no. She probably oh. cracked. Well, I know. Well, she, she went straight to the sauce. I was going to talk about the smackdown. Well, you make the sauce and then you crack <laughs> right. the kids over right. it when they don't pay attention right. to you. But that's, but, that's but a different story. That's <laughs> that's one of our connections that we talk about a lot is, is uh, you know, obviously the fa the family values that we both have, um, you know, similar upbringings. And, you know, and, and, and like I said, when we needed a crack, we got a crack. Oh, yeah. And I think after doing that, that was kind of the crack in the head that I needed for me to really see that that stuff just doesn't work. Right, right. You, you can't be Italian and not eat pasta. Tomato Thanksgiving sauce. Thanksgiving was coming up. Christmas pizza, was coming up. Cannolis. My mom made some nice tiramisu, and I was like looking yeah, at it like, so I can't how, eat how it. Can you, how can you live like that? You can't. And after I tried that, and even though I was so happy with the results, like I said when I started this, losing it and maintaining it. It's mm. just something that I saw was a lifestyle that I just really couldn't live by day to day for myself. There are some people that can do it, and they say, I eat just to live and maintain my life and my you know my nutrition and it helps my body run and that's how they look at food well i personally i love food i enjoy it and i just couldn't keep going that route with my dieting mm -hmm. so when we saw that that wasn't working for me and i approached you with a different kind of like quest and i just basically was like steve what else can we do here mm -hmm help me look at things differently and that's when we really started with this program where it was something like okay danielle now if we're gonna do this it's gonna be more of a lifestyle change and it's gonna take a longer time but the results and everything are really gonna be lasting and it's gonna be something that's gonna work for you and your lifestyle and it's gonna be you know a way to live more healthy and it's not going to be something that you know as quick as you lose it it's going to come back because boy did that weight come back after that mm -hmm. so this has been something that's just been so eye-opening for me where every time i've been losing something you know i've always been nervous okay next next way and has it come back has anything come back and then the mm -hmm. next way and it's always like oh danielle you lost another inch here oh danielle and i'm like I did. Are you sure? You, did you measure it right? And you're like, I do this for a living. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. That's so the one thing I do know how to do is count. <laughs> count so we, which we also have that in common. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, you 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 know, we're we're talking about all this nutrition stuff, and um, you know, it's 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 been a journey for five years. So you know, there was a stretch of time in the beginning where we, you know, we were kind of, you know, it's like beginning dating where you're just kind of getting to know each other yes. and you're establishing trust because that's mm -hmm. just how it is. And, you know, a common thing with a, a client and a trainer is like, they're just not going to tell me the truth in the beginning. Of course. And it happens all the time. And believe me, I've been doing this a very long time. I don't look that old because I, I stay in good <laughs> shape and I eat good and that helps me and I got good genes. But um, the point is that I know when people are lying to me when it comes to fitness. I can do a body scan. And I got I got the eyes like Superman where I can just take a look and I'm like, 
I know what's going on here. And I don't need the answer right now because you don't want to face the facts. And it's because it's hard. It's a hard reality. And, and I'm never, I never come off that way as a coach because no one wants to be talked to like a drill sergeant unless you really, really want that. But the average training client is just, you know, they want, they want someone to listen. They want someone to cope. And there needs to be like a deeper understanding as to like what's contributing to all of those things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it stems from things that are like way far back from like childhood. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, this is like the typical training program. Mm -hmm. You show up, you work out, and you leave. And it's, and it's great when you show up. You get like an A for the day. And any client that I've ever trained has always done a really, really great job with the exception of a few slackers who just don't want to do shit. <laughs> and they don't last long. And that's cool. You know, sometimes they just need to try it out. But one thing that, that definitely was like a void in, in, in uh, you know, part of my training for, for a while was, you know, the lack of nutrition. And so it was something that I knew I had to tackle because there was just that, that huge gap of like, we would do so good together. And then there's all that time where you're not together, where just there's so much happening outside of the training world, mm -hmm. life, right? So that connection uh, that the uh, that pro coach and the online uh, platform brings is exactly that, right? Our, our ability to connect and keep the thoughts and your goals and your actions connected in between. Yep. So um, what, what would you say is like, uh, I would say like the biggest thing that you've gotten from just that in itself? Um, I really love that there's the connection of just doing things slowly and at a pace that's gonna make a lasting effect over the course of your lifetime. You're not rushing into things and trying to change too many things at once that are gonna make it so overwhelming for you that it's just not gonna make a true lasting effect. So just like any type of workout that you're gonna do where you're not gonna start out with the 50 pound weights if you're brand new to the gym, it's just mm -hmm. not gonna happen. So where you start out the first few weeks maybe with the 10 pound weights after maybe a few months, maybe you're graduating to the 12s and then to the 15s, it's the same type of concept with nutrition. And I never really looked at it that way because you figure, okay, well, you know, your muscles need time to build and grow and this and that. You know, your nutrition is something where you think, I could just tackle this all at once because it's a conscious decision that I'm making. But really, you've had so many years of typical behaviors that you kind of have to adjust them slowly in that manner. You're retraining your brain, which sure, is also sure. a different muscle. So when we kind of were looking at it in that manner, it kind of mirrored together, which I thought was such an interesting concept. And I really loved that. So well, give me an example of like how that kind of translated into your world. Oh, uh, I actually started like talking to other people about it, which I thought was so funny because I'd be like, I learned this today. And it's, did I tell you about this? And I was learning new things from the program that helped me reflect in on myself where something simple, um, 
doing something small for two weeks, just working on that one small item, something eating, uh, eating more slowly or eating only to 80% full. What, what, what would you say was like your, your favorite habit that you learned in going through the whole process? For me, because I'm a very, I work in a high pressure, high stress job and I try to cram so many things into my schedule. I would say the biggest one, which I'm really excited to kind of revisit, was like the nighttime de-stressing rituals mm -hmm. that they kind of helped you explore so that you got a night full of truly restful sleep. So kind of unplugging, turning off your phone maybe 20 minutes before you plan on truly going to sleep. And I got into this um, ritual where I had like um, a lotion that somebody had given to me that was supposed to be calming and de-stressing. It had um, some eucalyptus oils and things like that. I had never used it. So I got into this habit where I started using the lotion, which not only helped calm me down because of the eucalyptus, but also now that my hands were lotioned, I noticed that I didn't want to touch my phone all over it. Mm. So it got me away from using the technology. And now that I was in bed not using my phone, I ended up falling asleep so much quicker. So small little tricks and you know ideas here and there that they were presenting um, ended up really making a, a big difference in how I was approaching, you know, things that were so simple in life, but I just wasn't viewing them that way. Yeah, you, you talk about the phone, right? And we, we actually had this, uh, this conversation the other day where there's, there's so much stress that comes along with this stupid little device. And for you, you've got a, a high, you know, high responsibility being a, civil engineer where it's a, it's a matter of like all right are we are we getting a contract is is there a work order coming through and and I, you know I'm I'm always on my phone between appointments and and, and stuff like that but when we're able to kind of get ourselves out of you know checking checking phone for work mm -hmm. checking the phone for social right yep. um and, and it's just like, you know, we have this thing attached to our hip like every single day. Mm -hmm. It it can drive people crazy. Yeah, it's a big deal just managing to be able to like put it down and just really keep it down. So I thought that that was such a great little like trick and something that like definitely stuck out in my mind for me that I still use to this day. When I really know like I'm really stressed or I really need to relax, like I, I still do that to this day. It's something that has still stuck with me, so glad I got that <laughs> yeah so I want to take it back to where you were going through this whole journey and and you know it obviously started before me but what would you say was like the hardest part of it all and you going through like everything that you've gone through up until your recent success Ooh, that's a really good one um I would have to say right before I came to you, um, I actually have a background and I love doing sports. I've, I've always done different types of things. I've done dance. I've done a lot of team activities, um, a lot of different things that involve other people. I like being around others, which is part of the reason why I knew that going to the gym on my own just didn't work for me and why I approached a coaching situation. I love working with you as my trainer because it gives me 
um, somebody to get feedback off of and interact with. I love having that type of environment. Um, right before all of that, I had lost a little bit of weight here or there, and I was feeling like great about myself mm -hmm. doing all those other things. And I thought, wow, this is working out so great. Like I'm doing all these wonderful things. And I had got moved to a new project and um, I actually had, you know, a recital coming up and one of the men that I was working with, who he was an older man in his, you know, 40s, um, not that that's very old, but I'm saying he had children and, you mm -hmm. know, someone who maybe should know better than to phrase things this way, um, had heard me speaking about my recital coming up. And he was like, oh, do you have any clips of you, you know, doing things? So I, oh, yeah, I actually have a rehearsal video from the other night. So he, you know, watched the clip and he said something to the effect of, wow, you know, you move really well for like a bigger girl. And after he said something like that, I kind of just like shrunk into the corner. And I saw one of the other guys like kind of shake his head like, oh, you idiot. And that kind of like, for me in my head where I was doing so well, in other people's minds, I was still the bigger girl yeah. who moved great, but for a bigger girl who didn't just move great. Mm. So something like that made me had to stop and like evaluate because those kind of instances happened far too often for me in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of tired of hearing that, but also feeling like that because sure. I would look around the dance studio or the softball team or whatever, you know, I was on. And sometimes I would feel like that, like, oh, I'm the biggest one here, aren't I? Or I'm the this. Even if I was phenomenal, even if I moved well or played well and was the best, I didn't have to be, but I felt insecure and inadequate and mm -hmm. I just was like you know what I'm at the point in my life where I'm you know financially stable and I'm on my own and I'm doing everything mm -hmm. else why aren't I addressing this because I can so I decided to just do it and it's been the best decision I've ever made because I finally even though it's not perfect, I'm finally at a point where I feel so much better. I don't walk into a room and wonder if everybody's staring at me and is my dress too tight or is it too this or did I pick out something like frumpy because that was the only thing that was available to fit me. Right. So many of those issues have gone away through this mm -hmm. experience and that is just a huge relief in and of itself. Yeah, and um, it's I, I just remember hearing you know some of those situations um, and I, I was just kind of like wowed and appalled by like how people would like just say what they would say to you. Yeah. And, um, you know, for, for you know, for my perspective on, on kind of where like I've seen you grow hands down. It's, it's the confidence. If there was one thing that you would want to change about, um, if I could change the way that I spoke to myself on the inside would probably be something that I wish I could change. Even though it's something that I sometimes still struggle with. I, I think it's something if you've been dealing with it for a long time, moving forward can be difficult. It, there's a self-worth that sometimes gets associated with your body image in this day and age, just with how social media has just completely changed 
the the platform sure. of, yeah. of how uh, especially not that um not that it hasn't for men as well because i know that there are really not as many places for men to vocalize how it affects their body image but i know for women too with all the retouching and the uh, really anywhere but um it just there's i feel like a bit more of a pressure to look a certain way and sure. um i've been growing up with that since i was a kid um and i think that in my head it, i just told myself and had other people telling me that that meant that if i looked a certain way on the outside it meant that i wasn't worth love from others so it caused me to treat myself badly on the inside which mm -hmm. is something that I desperately wish I could go back and change because at this point after going through everything I see how wrong and how terrible it was for mm. for me to feel that way and to allow myself to have felt that way but when you're growing up in that you know environment exactly. sometimes it's hard to um, see that sure as an sure. adult it's much easier for you to kind of make that boundary even though it still has its difficulties nowadays mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. um I think that's the most important part um yourself your confidence and then your support system because if you keep those negative people around you it's only going to breed more negativity if you it's have true. those true supportive friends and family figures around you who are with you for the journey that you're on mm -hmm. who i have had some amazing figures you know, you, some of my best friends, uh, Susan is a fantastic swimmer, runner, athlete. She has had a mm -hmm. tremendous impact on me. My sisters, Jillian and Samantha, who are always supportive for me in my dieting, gymming, softball games, they'll come and support me. It has been unparalleled to me in my journey and how I've approached it to have those mm -hmm. figures there for me. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, the encouragement is... Uh is everything, you know, because there's always going to be those times where we all hit a wall, um, the motivation isn't there, and then, you know, you got to show up to a training appointment or you got to meet one of your friends at the gym or you have a softball game or you're going to Zumba class. So I think a lot of people can benefit from, from exactly what you said. It's just having the right people in your circle uh, that really care about you and and just love you for who you are um so with all that said where do you want this journey to go um really at this point um physically speaking i'm kind of in awe of the the progress that i've made because you know in your head you say oh if i'm at this weight i'd be happy and it's so funny because after you get there you're like oh, i could probably improve this and do that mm -hmm. so i don't know if it's necessarily a number or a size or a, anything of that nature i think it's kind of just like these little goals that you set for yourself because i told myself if i ever fit into a single digit size which i haven't done since elementary school i'm gonna be so thrilled and my little sister zipped me up in the store the other day. We're getting ready to go to a wedding, and she zipped me up in a size eight dress. And I was like, <gasps> and she was like, <gasps> and we like had a little high five moment, and yeah. you know, did that. And I was like, oh my gosh. So um, things like that like give you the little motivation, and you say, well, if I got here, mm -hmm. what could I do next? So um, 
I've been hoping to maybe like run a 5k or run yeah. a 10k, something like yeah. that, because I am not a good runner. I do like elliptical running, which isn't real running in my head mm-hmm. because on mm-hmm. the pavement, it definitely hurts a lot more yeah, than yeah. I've come to notice. Um, but last year, my friends, Susan and Marlise introduced me to this really great 5k run that we did um, through the Bronx Zoo. And it actually, mm. you raise money for wildlife uh, conservation. And I really enjoyed it, but when I was um, doing the run with them at that time, I was kind of just starting more so my training Mm -hmm. journey with you and starting to do the elliptical running. So it probably wasn't the best performance I could have given because I was still in the early stages. So I've kind of been wanting to redo it and see the improvement that I could have made. And um, little things like that and just trying to be there for other people who are hoping to go through similar journeys. At this point, I'm just kind of looking to, I don't know, just strengthen and be happy and be involved in as many things that bring me joy as possible. I love playing, you know, sports and I love being involved in Zumba class and just jumping around and going crazy with all the other people who are there. So at that point, you know, once you get to a place where you feel fulfilled and not so nervous and anxious about what other people are looking at you for it's so amazing the kind of joy that you can find the in freedom. things that yeah, yeah and things that were the so freedom simple of, and yeah the freedom of mind freedom of movement yeah and uh i think that you know we can only uh end this show uh you know in one way and it's and it's really just to to demonstrate that oh yeah yeah so uh we're gonna take you downstairs and you know we have a, we have a little piece uh not we you have a piece that um you showed me one time on a cell phone and i was blown away and i was like damn d i was like you feeling it you feeling it and you're reeling it and that's what i love you know you being true to yourself you expressing yourself and just having fun and celebrating life so we're going to take the healthy grind downstairs. And I think that, um, you know, you just showing, uh, you know, a little bit of example is important because we can sit here and talk shit all day. Um, you know, I mean, it's part of the program, but the other part of it is that hammer part. You know, it's that work. Doing it. It's that action, you know. <laughs> and then if you don't, that's what the wooden spoon is for. I'm gonna... <laughs> Come on, let's go five more. But uh, yeah, so D, thank you for uh, joining me here. Uh, you rock. You inspire me to keep doing what I'm doing after all these years. Um, and um, let's go downstairs and have some fun. All right, sounds good. Thank you for having me. And awesome. Thank you for all your support. Awesome. The healthy grind. Stay with us. Subscribe. And check this out.